This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. Today, we have Bachelorette alum and fan favorite Andrew Spencer on the show today. Mike, I'm excited, bro. Oh, same. Can't wait to talk to him. Babyface Drew is what they call him. But, Mike, <laughs> you know how we do, man. We got to do our hot takes before we do anything else. So, I'm going to kick it to you, man. Obviously, to slap her around the world. We got to talk about that, right? Yes. Yes, no, we have to. There's so many things I can say about the slap from around the world. I can come from a comedic aspect. I can come from, like, why I feel the reasons were, uh, and, I'm, and echo Emmanuel Acho, which I completely agree with what he said, uh, to the things that were wrong about it, to how I would have reacted. Uh, but I'll just keep it short and simple, two things. One, I'm so glad that Chris Rock did not retaliate the way that most men shocked. say that would retaliate because it would be a completely yeah. different yeah. storyline. If Chris Rock retaliated, it would have been a completely different storyline. So def definitely, I say Chris Rock, I mean, you deserve to be slapped. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm he glad that he, you know, he took it on the chin. Yeah, he kept it professional. And then, I mean, everything in their relationship is open except for you know, talking about, yeah, talking about certain, certain things, yeah, certain talking about hair. medical conditions. And then, and then also, and then, and then also, which I agree with, though. The dude that created a documentary about black hair is the dude that talked about black hair. Wait, what? It's on to you. The document. Chris Rock created a documentary. So he. It was a. He, he produced. That's right. Uh, that's and created right. a documentary on black hair a few years ago. I believe it was like 2017, 2018. Don't quote me directly. It was a great documentary. I loved it. Like to uplift. Because as in the black community, it's a, a lot about colorism. Yep. Uh, and the way one is, the way one's uh, melanin is. And then the second thing is about uh, black women's hair, right? Those are two things that are really big in our community. And so he created to uplift uh, black women for their hair. And so for it's kind of ironic that the same dude that they created this hair. documentary. Yeah, yeah, say that joke. I mean, yeah. there's so many like different angles that I wanted to talk to you about. I mean, when it comes to Will Smith, I mean, everything that he's gone through the last couple years. I mean, with the whole entanglement, August Alcina, you know what I'm saying? Him sitting at him sitting See, at the red table talk with the bloodshot eyes, like just sitting there, like listening to all that. I mean, yeah, yeah his, his, sure. I feel like his manhood at the end of the day was was questioned and it's been questioned for the last couple of years. And I think he just had enough. Right. And he just snapped. Absolutely. And, you know, we saw him laugh. Right. I, we saw him laugh at first. Jada was he rolling did, her eyes. Hey, but you saw Jada's face too. You I saw wish, that, so you saw I wish there was well. footage of like that split moment because that's the last thing we saw, that right? We didn't get Him to see, laughing yeah. 
And then the next thing yeah. you know, he's walking on stage. But I would have liked to have seen that yeah. brief interaction, that one look. Did she give him a look? Was she? Ha- did she have her head down in disappointment and embarrassment? And then he just saw that and went up. Like, what was it? You know what I'm saying? Because I know there's a lot of things going on 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 social about you know she gave him the look and like, are you gonna let this man say that about me? And then he went up. But is that how it went down? Like, we don't know. But see, even if that were the case, right? You don't. I mean, like, baby, you my wife, but you, you're not gonna make me assault somebody, either, right? You know, right. And so there's so many there's so many facets to it. My biggest thing, what I told my homies in a group chat, the first thing that came out my mouth before even thinking deeper on it, because I want to think deep about it, was that's kind of like high key embarrassing for Will Smith because he sucker punched Chris Brown, uh, Chris Rock, and didn't even like phase Chris Rock. Like, bro, if you well, if you sucker punch me, I'm not even paying attention. That's embarrassing first, on you. Like, I don't get no blood. Like, I don't wait, go wait, to wait. a knee. Time I'm out, talking time about first, you. I, when I thought it was a punch at first, I was like, damn, this Ali punching? I was like, but then when I saw <laughs> it was an open slap, I was like, number one, that's even more disrespectful, <laughs> yeah. one. and at the It si- is more disrespectful. For people that don't know, for wait, I'm sorry, for people that don't know, when men get slapped by another man, if you slap me, that is 10 times more disrespectful exactly, than a punch. Exactly, so I like, and then I understood, okay, it was, a, it was a hard slap, he definitely moved him. But at the same time, it wasn't meant to knock out. It was just, hey, shut your mouth. That's it, right? Um, but what does this mean when it comes to, like, comedians, right? Comedians, I mean, there was a couple of comedians that spoke oh, out. Wait. I'm ready is, for it. Is this open season on comedians for people in the crowd to just come up and, and slap the hell out of them or assault them physically? or? No, I'm, I'm sure comedians now, because of this situation, will have to have more security. But I don't even want to play into this conversation that uh, we have to be so – aware of every single little detail, right? The, the com- yeah. comedy is art to me and we need to leave some room for them. They've already been scrutinized so much. Just a, sh- a shout out, my favorite comedian right now is uh, Ali Wong. She is absolutely hilarious. She's killing the game. Me, I mean, I, I've always been a Dave Chappelle guy. Um, and he, and he, okay, will most recent, he will definitely okay, be covering the this topic. Recent. I am damn sure about that. He's 100% going to cover it. He's 100%. Ali Wong probably won't. She's just in her own world of funniness. But so, Mike, let me ask you this. So let's say you're – because I asked Rachel this, and I was like, so wait, are guys going to have, you know, the the bird? Are, like, women going to now say, oh, well, you don't love me like Will loves Jada. If you did, you would go slap this motherfucker in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Nah, because I'm – yeah, nah, it ain't going to even get to that. You're going to know I love you, baby, from moment one. Like, like how would you right how now. would you have handled the situation? Like, like, what would you have done if, if you were if Will Smith, who? Will or Chris? They just disre- he just disrespect. And this isn't the only time because he's been cracking jokes about Jada for a minute now. Like, there was a clip back in I don't yeah. know what year, maybe 2016, 2017. Don't quote me on that, but he mentioned something back then. And obviously, everything's come I'm full not circle going, now. I'm not going. On You're stage. not going on stage. Exactly. Okay. No, I'm so not what are you doing? Stage. No, I'm gonna definitely. I'm gonna handle his ass yeah. offline. I I totally agree. I'm I not, totally I'm agree. I wouldn't have. I mean, it's a damn Oscars. You're on. You're in front of the world to see. It's like, yeah, like do that behind closed doors. Wait till the after party. Let them know how you feel. If you want to sock them there, you know, feel free to do that. But I don't know, man. <laughs> feel free to do <laughs> he that. He just he just went beast <laughs> nah, mode in that he, moment. I mean, it was. See, this is the. When you ask me that question, there's a there's a bigger issue at hand, which is what I tell people all the time. Like you cannot hold in 
Yeah. Because he's been holding in for what a score, like yeah. twenty plus years now Especially of holding in. And so he finally had an outburst. That's just human nature. So if you hold in for all this time, you're going to have an outburst, right? And so when you ask me that question, I'm like, that would have never happened with me because I'm a I'm a handle yeah. this shit from moment one. Whether it be with my wife, my family, some comedian, some associate or friend, I don't know their relationship. Uh, so that would never and, occur. And and and, and let's Ever. be real, Mike. We ain't got Will Smith money. We we ain't got Will Smith sure clout. Right. I mean, that was some yeah, we, yeah, that right was some that. rich ass shit right there. Like for you to be able to that go up to this man, slap, and back go sit down. back down, laugh, and then go party with your Oscar and sing your songs. And then win, no, no, and then, and then win, win the, the Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, like that was yes, that yes, was that, crazy. Some, that doesn't happen. Like you and I, we get dragged shit. off the stage 100%. in handcuffs. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. I just for Chris Chris Rock. He is going to make so much more money off of this. Like he 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 really is. And I, I'm not even talking about from like a lawsuit because I I feel like he won't do that. But people are going to be at his comedy oh, show. Oh, for whatever. sure. I mean, you could literally make a whole hour comedy special. Like you know, Netflix, HBO, they're all going to be clamoring for his services. And I mean, honestly, like when's the last time Chris Rock was like really hot? Like I, I mean, I remember his comedy specials, but not like a recent one. Like so, he's he's definitely yeah. making a comeback, yeah. like strong. Uh, he one hundred percent will be. Uh, there's so many jokes online Yo, about the this whole no situation. Chill. It's Straight up. has absolutely like the memes zero were out chill. For a second, within like twenty minutes. Right. I mean, you and my close friends group. I had to stop posting on my close friends group. I only posted like three of them because it, it, I had like 50 of them. I was just laughing at every single one of them. It was just so funny. But it would have never been me put in that position because. You have to, I've said it before and I've gotten, uh, people came to me. You gotta put people in check, let them know what it is. You have to say, hey, I'm not cool, I'm not cool with yeah. this. This shit ain't flying no more, baby. You know, whoever and whomever it may be, right? And so I think that with Will Smith, that was just built up aggression over time, built up uh, tension. And then, like Emmanuel said in Will Smith's book, uh, he speaks about it as well. He speaks about the one thing that he has always felt that has held him back, which is just he's in the moment, he hasn't been able to protect the woman that he loves yeah. most. And he talked about his mom's so story. We all have seen publicly mom, when the dad was yeah, correct. Correct. We've all seen publicly what's taking place. Uh, we've all seen publicly what's taking place a, a few different occasions, not probably even every single one. And so, the boy was fed up. I will tell you this: if I was Will Smith, if I'm going to go on stage and hit you, I'm knocking your ass out. I'm. Just, it's just that simple. That was kind of embarrassing because my homies would be like, "Mike, how you going to hit this man? How you going to sucker punch this man?" Literally, you are 100% in the wrong. Sucker punching this man. And like, he just don't even Wait, flinch, but, bro. But Not like, even a little blood. Think about what happens after that. Chris Rock is on the ground. You he go did, back and sit did. down. Like, some producer from the side has to come up, like, uh, like. I mean, the dude went on stage and, and, and like literally sucker punched like, him. Must be thanking Chris Rock so much for continuing on to be oh, professional. Oh, they are, they absolutely are because Chris Rock did a really amazing job of continuing on. He did a fantastic job after the fact. But I'm talking about strictly from a homeboy aspect. If that was you, I'd be like, Brian, what the hell did you do? But hey, at least you knocked him out, bro. Like, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it. He, he gave. That's all I'm saying. You can't be going hand, up there man. and have the open oh, hand. You could open hand and, yeah. and get somebody on the knee. Slap, Have you not seen contest, these slap challenges? Yeah. <laughs> they slap the shit yes. out of you and knock you out. Like, come. <laughs> yes, like, bro. And that's just a, I haven't seen nobody say, talk about that take. I that's mean, embarrassing it, to me. Well, was it a nice tux, bro? You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was. So 
So therefore, he should have. He could have been debonair and just sat his butt down and yeah. handled him afterwards. Yeah. I, if you're gonna go the gangster route, then you need to take the gangster yeah, route. Yeah, physically, That's all I'm f- physical violence was not the answer in that situation. I mean, all, all I the do not memes about all the memes as well. like. This is exactly why his mom sent him to Bel Air. <laughs> like, where's Uncle Phil in this situation? Like, we need Uncle Phil. Yo, seriously, rest, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Ugh. He really is from yeah. West Philly. Yeah, he, he really wanted to show everybody that too. <laughs> Damn. I'm I'm very happy though that, uh, and I mean this with all sincerity, that to be a, in a marriage, to be in a marriage in Hollywood, to be a a black married couple in Hollywood and they've gone through so much and they are still together. I definitely applaud that. And at the end of the day, what matters most is his number one woman. Yeah. yeah. You know? He got enough money to fight any charge, which I doubt a charge comes against him. He he got money he got yeah. money, right? Chris so Rock ain't it's no big deal. He got an Oscar. He don't gotta work again a day of his life. But guess what? He's still going to work because he has his own production company. So nothing is going to happen to Will from a like if it was you or I that were a new actor. Our yeah, yeah over, we're done, right? We're done. But he, you know, we're done. Like, okay, never come back. You're blackballed from the game, right? It ain't going to happen to Will that way. And if he is blackballed, he got enough money, got his own production. Yeah, his legacy is cemented, thing. you know, in the movie industry. But, 100%. you know, it's just. They better not take away his Oscar either. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's, yeah, we're going to have a. We will have that, a huge hot that, take if they would take away his right. Oscar. But, I mean, I could definitely see him being banned forever, right? I mean. Assaulting oh, I mean, son. No, I, not that he cares, but you know they got to they got to do something. Um, you know, and it's, it was just it was oh, just yeah, a bad look overall. I mean, you saw Serena and Venus like they were there. You know, he was representing her, their father on on, on the movie screen, and you know it was just the uh, it kind of it kind of yeah. put a little damper on yeah. the entire night, which which sucks. You know what I'm saying? Which it should did. have been a moment where he celebrated. I mean, apparently he kept on celebrating like as if nothing happened, really. So it was just. Uh, it was Bro, wild, imagine man. wildest wildest moment on TV history. One of them. Imagine at least. one of them. Imagine you've had so much pent up aggression over all. Not even I want to say aggression because it has a negative connotation. But you've had these pent up emotions for so long, and you finally release it on this big goofy, big gum, big teeth comedian dude that you've known for twenty years, and you got to release it, and while your baby watching. In front of everybody, that has to feel good. So of course he celebrated afterwards. Yeah, that he can was... fight the charge. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, th- th- people also talked about that. Like, what if it was somebody else? I mean, there's so many layers to this, right? It's like, would he have yeah, done I mean, that to That's what I'm Jason about Momoa, like... Bradley right. Cooper, uh, The Rock? Hey, he wouldn't have. You know, you know who he wouldn't have who? done it to? Jason Statham. There you go. Jason Statham <laughs> would have whipped his ass. <laughs> And I would have been up there. I would have been like 300, kick his ass down the stairs. Like there ain't no way I, I'm leaving there without getting a lick in, man. There's no way. That's that like, he yeah. Got, I mean, see that. Yeah, that's the that's that's the ego yeah. within us, which I completely agree with you. But I, that's why I have yeah. to give it to Chris Rock. No, and at the same time, like I got to agree. Some people were like, man, you don't even know what you would have done in that situation because nobody expected him to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you thought he was gonna come up there and say a joke there, and you know get back of back at him. I disagree with that. I disagree with that full-heartedly because when I was in the military, they, we know something called fight or flight. And in those moments, when shit hit the fan, when you're deployed and there's a, a, a grenade, there's an IED, there's anything that happens, you in those moments, you learn who you are. And so, But it was like slap and then that. he was gone. <laughs> like he was already like, 
jogging down the stairs. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Did that just happen? He was debonair after the fact. I thought it was fake at first. I thought it he was, was fake. I was like, they, they, they plotted this. I was like, ratings are, ratings are up. Not one, I, didn't, I never thought it was fake. At first I did. I at never first could I was like, nah, wait, that just, looked real. It, it wouldn't be good for uh, Will Smith's PR team if it were fake. I mean, it is what it is at this point in time. Also, also side note, which no one said, Kim Kardashian released her apology, quote unquote, Oh, at the most timing is everything, time. bro. Did you catch? Did you catch these things? Like her PR team, bro. I want them to give a. Ma- I will pay fifty bands for their masterclass. Oh, you mean uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Jenner? Yeah, she is the mastermind behind everything. Or, or, or no, oh uh, no, yes, Chris. No, no, no. Chris Jenner is. I forget. I forget you. I forget who's the, who. the mom, the mother, the mother. <laughs> I forget who's who. Who's like? Okay. Release a statement. Release a oh, statement. Yeah, she pushed the okay. button. She was like, oh, my God, there's news <laughs> that is huge. Let me release like this, this for my daughter. Boom, under, perfect. No this one will fly that under the radar. Cool. Nobody will even know. It was so oh. great. Hey, bro, I'm trying to get the uh, the babyface assassin in here. I want to hear his Let's take. Right I want to hear his take on this whole situation. Babyface Drew in the house. Let's, Let's bring him in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew, what's up, my man? Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Good, man. Pleasure to have you. Nah, thank you for being here. Welcome to Talking It Out. Andrew, before we even get into it and get to know you on a deeper level, I have to know, do you shave or are you just like born with that baby <laughs> soft skin? What's up, man? <laughs> Bro, I wish I could grow facial hair. You have no idea. I think um, that's the one thing I need to check off. Once I get facial hair, I'll be straight. Because uh, people still think I'm like 21. What you? I hate it. <laughs> so like no facial hair whatsoever? You hate it. That's great. I, you see this? You see this right here? A little fuzz? That's like, that's like, that's like three weeks. I haven't. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. He said it's like three I'm weeks. I did this, um, uh, the fake mustache thing. Uh, I was doing like a Steve Harvey thing. like, And I liked the way it looked. I was like, oh, maybe I'll grow my mustache. So, oh, the tw- yeah. TikTok. <laughs> this is, uh, this is how, 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 how the progress is going. Oh man, that's crazy! That Mike, have you ever seen those little? Uh, it's like those rollers with little spikes on them. I got you, it. I you got, got it. that? You tried yes, that already? I, exactly I was I was just throwing out a, a suggestion there, but uh, I, I've been I've been a suggestion. I got it. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I've been trying everything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a work. It's a work in progress. Right. How old are you, Andrew? I'm 27. I'll give you to about 35. You ain't got it at 35. You might as well just throw it away. <laughs> no, I know what's coming, man. My dad's got a he's 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 got a big beard. My brother's got a big beard. All of my brothers have beards except for me, so I know it's coming. <laughs> what? They call you the baby face assassin. Okay, well. <laughs> Literally. I'm the I'm the youngest, so I got I got stuck with the no facial hair. So All right, Andrew. So we gotta get to this, man, because we just finished talking about it on our hot takes. I mean, the, the slap heard around the world, man. We got to talk about it. What is your take on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock in front um, of the world? 
Uh, see, I'm a little biased because uh, <laughs> I love Will Smith. Um, okay. But also, I am a realist when it comes to people get slapped all the time, um, especially for talking about someone else's wife, maybe be a mom. Um, you know, I just everyone freaks out when it happens during events that are, you know, not supposed to be happening. Yet. So <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, like, I mean, everyone, you know, it's all fun and game until the rabbits got the gun. So when, <laughs> when I mean, it's all funny until someone slaps you. So, I mean, hey, that's that's how it goes. I mean, you live with it. I think they'll just move on. I don't think it's super serious. Um, I don't think they should take his award away. Um, but I think I think Chris, Chris Rock took it like a man. Uh, I, he took it on the chin pretty good, too. I don't even know how. Uh, he definitely took yeah, it on the chin. That's crazy. What would you have done? If you were in Chris Rock's position, would that have ended the same way? Nah, we fighting. <laughs> yes. No, we're, we're yeah, we fight. <laughs> Man, how you been, bro? What's up with you? Man, I'm just, you know, just getting off a tour with Bachelor Live on stage. That was crazy, man. I ain't never slept on a tour bus before. So that's there's a whole different, you know, environment that I was in. And I'm usually having a helmet on in front of like an audience, but now I had to take that off. And I'm just face to face with all these people. Uh, and it was the craziest experience, man. Like some of the crowds got up to like 2000 plus. So, um, it was definitely different for me. Um, but after that, you know, I'm just, just kind of figure out where I fit in, in the world here. Um, you know, I got my job, um, as a coach. Um, that's what I love. I want to stay around football and who knows, maybe I'll get back out and uh, play pro again. So we'll see. Well, dude, you just said so much right there and thank you for sharing, (laughs) but, uh, that was an awesome sentence to say. Did you ever think you would be saying, "I, you know, slight flex. I just got off tour with Bachelor <laughs> tour bus. Nah, nah, no, <laughs> we had 2,000 people in attendance. When you sleep on the bus, I didn't know. Yeah, I slept that. on the tour bus. So, you, you know, know no you big deal. As- yeah, it's so much different than like when, you know, you fall asleep in the car, on a car, long car ride. Man, like when you like fully like just give yourself up to the to the bed, you start rocking. I thought for sure that we just went over a cliff or something. I was scared. <laughs> I, I had a panic attack because the first time I had a panic attack because I, I didn't know what was going on. And they put you like in this little room. The doors automatic. The windows are automatic. So I couldn't open or move anything. So I was just like, I thought I was in a coffin. It was just weird. Oh, man. So talk to us about yeah. that situation, That's man. Crazy. Like what is what was that experience like? Because I. I see the promos, I see Becca, I see you guys, you know, all in your suits looking looking dapper. But what is it? Is it like a bachelor type experience just sped up, fast forwarded, where you end up with somebody at the end? How does that work? No, yeah, exactly. It's a bachelor um, sped up. Um, obviously, no one is going to end up with anyone at the end. Well, it could possibly happen, but for me, it didn't happen. Well, you say, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, it was just, it's just good fun. Everyone gets to get the ultimate experience of uh, being up close. You know, you know, you're, some people are yelling at the TVs, like, no, pick this person. But now you get to do that in person and we get to hear and it'll actually affect or sway how we might pick someone. Um, so no, and then everyone just, whoever comes up on stage is completely uh, picked from the audience and they get to enjoy and just become a bachelorette. You know, we've gotten multiple um, responses saying that it was like the greatest night of their life. And they're so thankful that they got to be a part of it. Um, a lot of, you know, married women uh, with, with children, you know, get a chance to be a bachelor, bachelorette contestant or bachelor contestant, whatever. Um, they enjoyed it, man. And I had a, I had a ball being out there with them. I just got to cut loose on skate. That's great. I was wondering where you were going to take that. You said a lot of married women. I'm like, okay, now where's Andrew <laughs> going with this one? Hey, man. <laughs> Mar- married women need roses too, right, Andrew? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, but yeah, and then we had Becca though. Like Becca was probably like she carried the whole the whole show because I didn't really have a script, so I'm just going off at the top of the head. Um, she made ta- made sure everyone was in line and got us going. She's really great. Very cool. Very cool. So Andrew, so we did got- you make sure that you set the precedence for everyone else for all the other fellas that's going to be on Bachelor Live on stage? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I did. I did get a little bit carried away in some of the acts. So I mean. I had I had actually had rehearsals. Some of the guys don't have rehearsals, so they might. Uh, they're going out with all the videos that of of my performances that that happened, and they have to like watch that and kind of replicate off of that and what they want to do. So, so are yeah, you're, I talking, set the <laughs> you're talking about performances. Like, what could people expect if they were to go see a live show? Like, are there group dates? Are there one on ones? That type of thing. You got to do the crazy things that you see on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, there's group dates, there's one-on-one, or not one-on-one, but group dates. Um, and then we just do a bunch of fun games. Like we had a, like a lip-sync battle that gets really crazy. That's probably one of the best. And we had a couple um, group dates where you do like a, I don't know, like a movie night. It's re- That's probably one of the best ones. And then obviously you get down to hometown oh, cool. where we get to learn about the city that we're in. And then uh, fantasy suites. So uh, we get we get it all, we get it all, all in one show. <laughs> What does fantasy suites look like on Bachelor Live on stage? Like a closed off room in the back. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't want to disclose too much because you know I feel like some people must must see it for themselves. But um, usually, I mean, you heard the song uh, "Pony" by Genuine. Yeah. Where you go, Magic Mike? <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic right there. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so that's what that's what fantasy suites looks like for a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. So if you haven't if you haven't been to a bachelor live on stage, make sure you uh, head out and check one out as soon as possible. Your boy Andrew's on there. Um, all right, Andrew. So let's go back. We got to know you on Katie season, and you definitely became this fan favorite. I mean, you're all over the place. You're you're hot right now, bro. You're hot. Um, <laughs> looking back on your time on the Bachelorette, do you wish you did anything differently, or maybe accept Katie's offer to? come back onto her season um no i i don't think i would do anything differently that was exactly who i was and that's who Nicole i wanted to uh, <laughs> perceive and show everyone that's you know very true who i am so i was very appreciative that that's kind of what was shown on television and that's exactly who i wanted to be i think you know katie's very happy about now so i'm sure that you know no one's really wanting to go back and redo anything <laughs> meant to be is meant to be right exactly Go ahead, Mike. Well, talking about, you know, that was y'all's, that was you dating Katie on TV, but I want to know more about like real life. What's up with you and Holly Berry, your Holly Berry, Teddy? How are y'all? <laughs> he just went straight for the team, uh, didn't you, Mike? I, um, I have not met Teddy yet, um, but I've heard great things about her. Obviously, um, she's one of the girls I am definitely looking to see on the beach if I were to go or if she were to go. Um, but I mean, as far as that goes, man, that's, that's all rumors. Um, there's nothing going on between us. <laughs> okay. I know I've heard a couple of things that people were saying that, um, we were dating outside of the show, which is not true. Not uh, true. Okay. He's, he's clarifying, true. clarifying those yeah. rumors right he's now. Clarifying it. <laughs> now, I mean, Mike opened the can of worms. I guess we might as yeah, well go is. ahead and ask. I mean, okay. So there's Teddy. Is there anybody else <laughs> that you would want to see on the beach? Uh, in paradise, um, because I mean, let's let's be honest. You're you're gonna be on the beach. Like you're going to paradise. Everybody <laughs> wants to see you there. You're gonna be on the beach. 
Um, I, I mean, I've, I've said the couple names already um, that have come to mind. Um, but I think, I think there's been a couple, I think I might add that oh. maybe that, like that maybe like, I don't know, I could see something. Oh, man, so he added some to additions. <laughs> well, yeah, you get the, you get the, so who are those additions? Um, well, <laughs> y'all good over here. Y'all getting everything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, same list. I'm just going to stick with the same list. Um, so it's, it's, Nah, Drew, nah. It's Eddie just the Serene fellas talking it out, bro. And, That's all um, this is. I would say Eliza would make it as well. So Teddy, Serena, Eliza. Um, yeah. And you're saying right there's now, two and you're saying there's two additions besides those. Yeah. Well, I have no idea if they would ever go on the beach. These are like an older season. Well, maybe but if who, you put them out there, they'd be inclined to go. That's all I'm yeah, saying. We got yeah. connections. Come on now, Andrew. Uh, we got connections. I would say um Jasmine. I think she's just recently became single but i know she's got like a she had a whole thing going on so i don't even want to <laughs> really wait jasmine 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 in houston jasmine yes. in houston okay okay from peter season okay yes she she's she's a pretty awesome yeah. person who else you got uh, one more one more <laughs> we need one more oh man y'all are really good you gotta you gotta huh? put it on the universe man i i feel like i've already had i think that's i think that's good i think that's good <laughs> <laughs> bro this is just your homies talking trying to help no, you like, you know i'm gonna call you really off the, like, off the, that's, that's off the really phone. just my that's honestly if i get to the beach and either one of them i would definitely pursue those for sure okay what if uh, what nice, if nice, nice, there nice. was definitely some so. type of a a love triangle where multiple women that are on your list went after you what would you do in that situation how are you gonna handle all that dude i know that's one thing I'm terrified about. Um, no, I just, I just, I honestly, that's the whole point of me wanting to go down to the beach is to, you know, kind of just, I think you just know when you know. I just really want to just have that, in, like, incredible connection. Because, you know, there's there's a, a certain amount of time you have down there that you won't get in the real world. Um, so I'm, like, looking forward to just really honing in on that. And, you know, whoever I hit that connection with, uh, I know for sure I'll know because I just that's just something I've been looking for my whole life. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm ready for that, and you know I hope that it doesn't become like a lot and people coming in and out. And I'm sure they're gonna have their choices as well too. So Andrew, I'm not worried about that. Word of advice, <laughs> man. Just yeah. remember this: the truth will set you free. Be honest, one thousand percent transparent with everybody, because as you've seen. It can become yeah, a mess. It could become a I mess know. if you start I telling know. women different things. So it's, be careful out there. Yeah. yeah. I know, man. This is just, uh, Andrew, just follow Joseph. Just follow I mean, Joseph. It's, it's all the bachelor's fault. I mean, they just pick these great women and you, they throw you down there. I mean, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? You said. <laughs> It's all their fault. They got these beautiful women down here. Yeah, like, how are you supposed to handle, handle that? I blame them. How, how am I supposed to like? Uh, yeah, I, that's why I'm. You know, I'm thankful. I don't think I would have done really well as a bachelor, so I think I got away. <laughs> Dodged the bullet there. Hey, there you go. There you go. So I got a question, man. I always think about this when people are on the Bachelorette, Bachelor, and/or Bachelor in Paradise. You know, at some point in time, you got to have a serious conversation. Hey, I live here. You live there. And Andrew, we know that you just you know moved back to the shy Chicago. Uh, like, is that a conversation that, you know, you would have with somebody that you meet in Paradise Haywood? Like, are you willing to move to where she's at or would you like her to relocate to you? Because, you know, Greg did mention, you know, you just got a pretty awesome position. Yeah, as well. no, man, I'm I'm very open to moving anywhere. 
um i don't believe in long distance relationships um i just i've I've been in it and um it just takes a toll on both of us and it's just not very healthy um and i feel like just just having that person around is you know it's just it's it just does a lot more good for me than having someone be like over the phone and whatnot so um whatever the case may be whether she wants to move towards me or i move there it's you know i'm open to either or um, whatever fits for both of us um, that's why i'm so excited like i said to be able to go to these beach this beach because these people that are on the show or don't live anywhere near me as of right now like there's no chicago contestants that i that i think are even going to be on the beach so um it'd be very hard for me to you know so i i've already thought about this now and i'm very comfortable with moving anywhere that's Andrew, I'm gonna have to come at you a little bit. I'm gonna have to dig right. a little bit. I know you're big yeah. cuz. I already yeah. know Clay. He up in New York now. I know you make your trips oh, to New York. in New York now. That's where so all Clay moves to New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm like the I'm the last one in Chicago right now. Okay. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dustin is mm-hmm. up there as well. So when you go to New York, it's like a a flock of beautiful <laughs> ladies that from the yeah. Bachelor. I've actually not met. Any yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not even lying. Okay, you I, I don't know why. I I think oh, oh maybe we'll run. I have not met one, not one of them. It's crazy because um, we do go out a quite a, quite a few nights uh, in New York, but I have not met one like one single bachelorette girl that or contestant. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 all no, waiting to meet you on the thing. beach. You know, it might be great for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm I'm happy for that too as well. So I also do don't I don't want to put myself in situations where uh, I know I can violate contract or whatever the case may be. So um, smart man, okay. smart man. Yeah. What, what do you well, without violating contract? Yeah, definitely listen to Brian with that one. Without violating contracts, but then also you travel quite a bit with the homies. What is your etiquette? What is your take on? You know, I'm going to the beach. Should I slide in her DMs or should I just wait? Like, what is um, Andrew's take on that? I think you could. I, I don't see a problem with slide. Here's the thing. I So I friended most of them on, on Instagram. So okay. um, I'm very okay with, like, casual, like, being friends right now. Like, there's nothing wrong with being friends with somebody. Yeah. It doesn't mean, like, you're aggressively or you're thirsty. Like, I ain't, I'm never, I'm not thirsty. Like, I, I'm just, like, some people <laughs> might don't understand that I have a lot of friends that are girls because, I, I can be able to just be a friend. Um, so like, that's what I like, like my approach is usually. So if I see something that I want to like laugh at or say something, a comment, I'd swipe up on it. Like, I don't, I'm not like, fearful. I don't think that's sliding in the DMs to, my, to me. Um, to other people, it might seem that way, but I think in order to just be able to be friends with somebody first before you, it's totally fine. There you go. Bro, I completely agree with you there. I hate so many times people have been like, yo, you're commenting on this girl stuff. Right. You like her, that you like her, right. you like this one, you like that. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, why that why do I follow this person? Exactly, I follow them right? to show them love. And it's my personality. Like I want to be able to engage with the people that I follow. Like I or else I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, should I just like just Wait, go yeah. follow them? Mike, hold on a second. Last the other week, <laughs> you were talking about Wait, this interview is Hold for on. Andrew. This, <laughs> Andrew Hold on. this interview is for Mr. Well, I, Spencer. We I'm are talking Mr. to Mr. Spencer, Spencer today. If you were dating somebody, <laughs> would do you have a problem following them or would you not follow them on Instagram? If you were guys were, you know, first couple of dates. Okay. Remember that conversation, Mike? So if I'm dating someone, yes, would I not sure. follow her? You follow her, right? Yeah. What? Yeah, well, no, well, okay, Brian, you ahead. didn't ask the question. Ask the question. Come on now. Ask the Wait. question. <laughs> 
Wait, time out. Andrew. How can you be dating someone Andrew. before you even follow them? I don't even understand that. I don't know how <laughs> right? you got with that. You got to do some reconnaissance a little bit, like investigative wow. reporting That's, here. You don't got to do no reconnaissance. <laughs> you don't have to do reconnaissance. Like your reconnaissance should simply be having a conversation. It's a it's called effective communication yeah, for a reason. I mean, effective communication don't mean figure out her IG password and, and do reconnaissance that way. <laughs> so, Andrew, the question was, you uh, let's say I, uh, let's say I hook you up with somebody that lives in Houston, really oh, you know, pretty young lady, right? Yeah. And and like y'all are not on the Bachelor, right? And like y'all going on a first date. Do you have to follow her? Is that etiquette? Or can you just exchange numbers and just chop it up? And maybe on your third date, hey, what's your IG? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like he said, I mean, yeah, it's not it's my not, way, but okay. I mean, I mean, honestly, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, but I feel like the life that I li- like like I'm in, the environment I'm in, I feel like it's something that she's probably gonna wanna know, uh, and wanna see, like and okay. I- and to feel or give her reassurance that I like she's seen, and like I just feel like I would have to follow. Her. Follow up to that, Andrew. Y'all stop talking after let's say five dates. Do you unfollow? No. <laughs> well, okay, I know. I see what you're talking. Ah, like, oh, gotta keep it up. Well, you can keep. You never know <laughs> what the like, future may I'm hold. A, I'm a I'm a very I'm a very cordial um, date stopper or whatever. Yeah. Uh, however you want to say like that's I'm, it, I'm bro. You ended on good terms. You ended on good terms. Good terms. Before it even gets there, I'm just like, you know what? I need to respectfully. Hey, listen, I would love for us to be friends, but I do not see us going this way. So, yeah. That that's 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 I a smart it. man hey, right you there. Could have been a great bachelor, bro. That's such a <laughs> that's such a wonderful way to end a relationship if that you're not feeling right. Yeah, I'll be trying. All right. <laughs> like, um, he's no, he's a, I'm out here trying. So you were. <laughs> You mentioned earlier. Let's talk a little bit about the the mess that happened uh, a couple months back. Katie and her twelve days of messy. What were your uh, thoughts y'all, y'all on all that? A, y'all got a messy podcast. Hey, listen, listen. Oh, shoot, we we, we put here. these questions together just for you, my brother. So, <laughs> so you know, uh, Greg. We asked Greg the same thing. We just wanted to get your it. take on it. <laughs> The group chat was fun. I would say <laughs> that must have been the group chat, the group chat was on fire. That. <laughs> that was that was kind of funny. We were, I mean, we were all interested. I think it was very um, interesting. I, you know, you just wanted to know what what song you were gonna be. Uh, <laughs> I thought I would have got a cooler song, but it's cool. Um, no, it was fun. I, I don't I don't see any problem with it. Um, I think she's just having fun with her social media and followers. I think people take things way too seriously. Um, I don't think she meant any malicious way. Maybe to Blake. Maybe Blake. That was a little. I was like, ah, that hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, was <rough. laughs> that was a little bit, you know, touch. I wish she would have did Greg's. I was like praying she would do Greg's, uh, just so I could, you know, just make comments about it, with, you know, in the group chat. Uh, I think that would have been funny. But no, it's um, it was a good idea. I think it was fun. It was. I thought it was light. Um, you know, it's good engagement. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not I feel like she Yo, that's that's how I looked at it, honestly. I looked at it from the engagement aspect. I was like, yo, Katie, you should have teamed up with Taylor Swift, got a little bag. Because yeah. that would have that was just great press for Taylor Swift. That's yeah. how I looked and at it. And then sent us the song or something like a little gift basket. That'd have been nice. It would have been like <laughs> you know, everybody knows when you go off the show, you become an influencer. <laughs> that's true. It would have been nice. So you just mentioned y'all have a group chat. Who 
who who are you still cool with, man, from the show? Who do you kick um, with? Uh, I'm really cool with uh, obviously Greg, Justin, and Mike P. Those are like the core. And then we just uh, we like Mike or uh, what's his name? Trey just got thrown in there because me and Trey and Greg we play a lot of video games together. So we'll play Call of Duty, um, and then we'll have like a, a long chat while we're playing. Like that's therapy right there. Men's therapy is really. Oh, okay. I'm telling you right there. So you hear everything in in, in Call of Duty uh, game chat. <laughs> okay, time out. I got I got to know this because I, no offense, I stopped playing video games like I would say in college. I think NBA 2K. That was yeah. it. I would play against my roommates. We, it was like four of us in a in an apartment. But after that, that was it. How, no, no, like when you date women, like do they get on you about that? Like, is that like your your quiet time where they got to understand? Like, hey, this is my therapy, or do they yeah, get on you for I playing mean, video games? Um, my last <laughs> girlfriend wasn't very happy about it, but uh, man, I need that. You need that guy time sometimes, and 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 all my guys are are engaged right now. One of them married, and a couple of them about to get engaged as well. So it's, you know, I'm, I don't get to see these guys at all. I got to make appointments. So the only time I can see them is when we're all playing video games and talk and we get to hear exactly what's going on in their life and they get to hear what's going on in mine. And like, man, it's a beautiful thing because then you can just, it'll just tail off and someone's talking shit about getting killed and then it gets back into a conversation like, did you see this? on? So it's good. You know, it's very healthy. It's a good conversation that you need with the guys that you can't, you know, go grab a beer with because, you know, they're all locked down with an old ball and chain at the moment. <laughs> so, so fast forward into the future. Like, I imagine all your boys that are married, engaged, whatever, they have yeah. like this whole man cave set up for these video oh, games. Like, is, is that is that something that you have you're gonna have yes. in your future? Absolutely, I'm, it's a must. The the, the man cave <laughs> is like the first, the one thing I'm thinking about. Like, I was thinking about are you. Get, it's crazy because I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, man, I need a man cave. Just like you know, a, a bench rack. And, and, and a gaming sandwich, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that—that's all I need. And she can have the whole house. That can be her sanctuary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how I want. The whole closet is hers. The whole bathroom is hers. She's good. Everything's hers. Just I just need one room. I just need one room. I just need one room. Yeah. If you were, let's say, in the fantasy suite hypothetical situation, these are things right. I think you would have to bring up. Hey, babe, you know. I'm gonna need a man cave. You know, if we ever get together, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own man cave and. <laughs> That's my sanctuary, like you said. You got to you got to deal with yeah. it. That's I mean, I, she she's more than welcome to hang out in a man cave. That's the thing. <laughs> like I, I I hope that the, the woman that I choose to marry is 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 also my good friend and understands like friendship. Like I enjoy playing video games, so she wants to be like, all right, you're gonna play video games. I maybe just chill in here and you know hang out. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not like a angry get out of the room kind of person. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy company as well, so. Um, I but I do like to hang out with my friends via games. So like that has to happen. I need La that like ladies, uh, ladies that are going on the beach to the beach. <laughs> if you like video games, that, you are Andrew's unicorn. Send okay, Andrew, you your gamer tag now. Send Andrew your gamer tag. I mean, I think I'm gaming so, a lot now is because I don't, you know, anybody. So like that's. That's the biggest thing. Like me and Greg were talking about the other day as well. Like, we are just like, we hate. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, there's a piece like out of me that I'm missing. Um, and I like, I'll go out and it's not even it's not even enjoyable anymore. Like, I don't even enjoy going out um, unless I was yeah. like with my like 
you know, significant. It was like, hey, you guys, you ready to go home? I'd be like, yeah, let's get out of here. Like that's that's what I feel like I'm missing, and like that's why I'm playing video games because I got a little bit of time on my hands. So, um, hopefully that changes. I, I mean, I won't probably be as much in the games if I had my my girl. So I'm not like a gamer. Game well, let's help you out with that, man. <laughs> I want to know because people always ask, "What are you looking for?" Right? And to me, those aren't my favorite questions to talk about. I want to know what are the things that you do not want in a relationship um, outside of the obvious. So obviously one is you do not want her to get mad at you for playing video games. Right? <laughs> I mean, she can get mad. That's not, that's not like a deal breaker for me. I'm just, you know, I would love her to. Hold on. Be before, before you go on with that answer, did you see uh, there was like a, a video that came out where the girl in her vows, in her marriage vows, said that she wouldn't mess with her husband during yes. the NCAA tournament. And she had to keep her word and yes. you just see the guy like watching tv and she's like in the corner with like a mean mug look and she can't mess with him maybe <laughs> those are something maybe that's yes. something you want to put in your vows i think that would be hilarious <laughs> but uh i don't think it'd be that serious for me i'm not that serious. <laughs> all right so go ahead things you don't want in a woman um there's not i don't really have much red flag other than someone that's not being themselves or tries to mold themselves too much to me um like you don't you don't mm, have to be one. just like me you know what i mean i i'm okay with you know us having differences and you know us working around it like if there's things that you enjoy now because of me great i love that but like i don't want you to kind of shift your whole world to kind of you know match me which is that just doesn't bode well with me um but other than that i mean I don't really have much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very hard to really get, um, angry or annoyed. Um, I'm usually very positive. All right, Andrew, I feel like we gotta, we gotta know you a little bit more. So I want to get into your background, man. What, uh, you were raised by a single mom and you have sisters. Yeah. Do you think that helped shape you as a person that you are today? Um, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm, my mom is a single parent. Yeah. But I have, brothers two brothers okay sister. sister's the oldest so she's kind of like a second mom a little bit um but yeah no we've uh it's definitely shaped me who i am like i said i'm very positive um and i think that's a direct correlation because of my mom um obviously well not obviously but a lot of people don't know like i i grew up in the ruins like it wasn't like it wasn't perfect at all um very very rough very tough area um and then like moving around a lot um but also not having uh, my father. My father, I don't think anyone knows, was um, locked up uh, when I was six years old. So um, he's still there today. So it's it's been a very oh, wow. weird life for me. But um, my mom and my family has been like a, you know, they're very positive and they're very happy, outgoing. Like I would I would say our family is like the Waynes. <laughs> so we're we're all very funny and very just outgoing. So that keeps everything very light. And, um, you know, from the circumstances which we're in. So um, we're, our, our motto is kind of like uh, this too shall pass. So um, that's kind of how I just keep moving forward and keep going. Do you have do you communicate with your father at all? Um, you know, sometimes we I, I try um, with the time that I have. But, you know, when you get calls from him, it, you're locked in because he can only he, he can't you can't call you back. It's 30 minutes straight of talking. And I'm gotcha. I, I'm not a big talker on the phone with, you know, I don't know. I just want to feel like I have to go somewhere. And yeah, especially with parents, you know, it is a parent. You're like, all right, I got to go. And you're trying yeah. to get them off the phone. So, um, 
Yeah, and he's just he's not very aware of what goes on in the world right now. I mean, he's been there for 20, 20 plus years. So yeah, it's a different uh, trying world to explain out there. things. Yeah, it's it's just he just doesn't understand it. So I'm just like, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as far as your siblings, like how far in ages? Like what's the age gaps with your sisters and your brothers? Um, so my sister's nine years old, nine or eight okay. years older. Then uh, older brother seven, and then I have a brother that's uh, a year older, year and a half older um but yeah and um we're all really close to an extent um I, but i've always had like the pressure because i was the younger one i did i had to do everything differently from everyone else because they kind of shielded protected me from like all the stuff they were doing like my two brothers were you know in the just not the good stuff and you know i had sports going on in my life early and they wouldn't let me do anything like no nah, no nah, you can't come bro you gotta stay home you gotta do this so it's it's uh it's been cool, but it's also been a blessing to be able to be in this position right now, like be able to, you know, kind of help out where they kind of help me be able to become who I am today. So it's kind of dope. I got like a pretty cool, you know, um, it's a BET classic for sure. So what what does your family think about, you know, your your stardom here, like everything that's transpired? I mean, you going on the Bachelorette? Did they ever? Did they know what the Bachelorette was prior to you going on? Like. Tell us about that. Well, yes, because Clay was on the back. Ah, so okay. Your cuz. Cuz, cuz knew we. So um, when Clay got on the bachelor, we kind of figured out about this. Um, me and Clay actually kind of have like the same lifestyle. Uh, we're kind of the same in a way. He's just 10 years or nine years before me um, or six. I don't know how old he is. Um, so he did the same thing. We both did the football thing and college thing that a lot of our family don't really do. Um, and then he made it really big in the NFL. I had a cup of tea in the NFL and I played over t- overseas. So we kind of did everything the same way. We kind of grew up in a rough area, same kind of troubles. Um, that's why I give a lot of, like a lot of people don't give a lot of respect for Clay, but that dude is like, his story is, is unbelievable, but you would never know because of how, you know, just positive he is. And he's always upbeat and trying to make stuff happen. So yeah, man, he's um, a, a lot beast. of props like, to Clay. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. He like, he had an NFL career. Like he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's the real deal, man. So yeah. I want you to talk to, uh, talk to us about the football in Europe. Like, tell us about that journey. How, what was it like playing overseas? Man, it was great. I got to be able to, you know, just travel the world. Also, um, continue playing football that's always been my first love that's always been my like escape uh from everything um and i've been always been i've been you know blessed to be good at it to be able to do that um and you know i dominated in college and i got a shot in the nfl and then went overseas and i dominated overseas which was fun so people treated me like royalty I'm like, they're like oh i felt like old el beckham out there when really <laughs> everyone just moves like a couple steps slower than you know football players from america so um you know, it was dope. It was fun. It was a great time. Um, hopefully, I get to get back out there and play again. If not, I'm totally fine with still coaching. So what was uh, life like in Europe, like off the field, right? I mean, you lived there. Where exactly did you stay? I stayed in Vienna, Austria. So, Vienna, um, Austria. Okay. That's yeah. beautiful. Beautiful so, city. Oh, my God. Um, what was so that I like? A little bit of German because, you know, just in order to get around, you got to know something. Um, okay. So I speak a little German and then be able to. I don't know, man. The, the nightlife is crazy out there. Uh, really? Like, you don't, most times you don't get home until about 7 a.m., um, which was a complete <laughs> culture shock to me. But I was young, so I was able to to keep up with everything. And um, yeah, man, you need to travel. Like, in the, 
Vienna Austrian food is terrible unless you're having schnitzel or kebab. Um, everything, everything else is terrible. So oh, you go geez. to Italy, which is not far away. You go to Italy and you eat food there. Um, so yeah, and I just ended up traveling. And I've never left the country in my life. So before that, like going to play football there, like I got to, like nobody in my family has left the country. So um, wow. I've just been extremely blessed to just kind of debunk every little stereotype that um, my family has really kind of been served or statistic that we've been served. So I, you know, I just keep going. And that's why like going on the bachelorette was, uh, was just another like thing for me to just be able to say I did it and like experience something um, that someone else hasn't or something in my family. You know, I don't know. I, I take pride in that stuff, man. That's amazing, man. So, you know, women love men who speak multiple languages. So tell us a little something in German. <laughs> and they're like, what that means, that means you have beautiful eyes. That was my go-to. They'd be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Danke. And I'd be like, yeah, um, du bist wunderschön. And I was like, you are very beautiful as well. So those are the things I would usually say. And, um, and then my teammates ca- taught me a couple of cuss words. But I can also just, like, speak regular um, greetings and, you know, how do I get food and uh, the, all the easy, basic stuff. What's the craziest? What would you say is the craziest thing that happened to you while you were overseas? Like, any crazy stories um, that you could tell us about? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Come on now. It's okay. Oh, man. It's just your boys um, here. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can tell you guys on, on air about that. I'm sure we get a drink. Brian, I'm, I'm going to have to have Andrew back okay. on this yeah, one. Yeah, we, we can get together one day. We can get a drink. And I'll tell you guys all Living in Europe is different. He, he was. He, he sounded like he was a god over there, so I can't, can only I, imagine. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't like that, but it's it's uh, it's very interesting to be, for sure. Like, Barcelona is Barcelona's wild. That's probably the, the best city I've ever been to in my life. All right, Andrew. So, you know, you played abroad. Looking back, is there anything you wish you knew before you went to play abroad? Um, I wish I would have, you know, worked harder to stay here in the States. But <laughs> I would have loved to play the NFL a bit longer. But, um, no, I, I think everything I had going optimistically is, like, the, the best way you can do it. Um just be able to just be thrown in with the wolves. I love that aspect. Like my phone dies all the time. So I'm one of the guys that are just, you know, right, I got to figure it out how I'm going to get home. And I love trying to figure it out. Um, that's one of my favorite things is, you know, just going out there on a limb. You don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, just finding your way around. And sometimes you find some really incredible spots, you meet some incredible people because it forces you to just, you know, use your human instincts rather than your phone all the time. So um, I love just being thrown into the wild. Yeah. Um question about Europe did you actually experience any type of racism overseas when you were there no not at all man which was um definitely weird because that is the birthplace of Hitler <laughs> so true. I I I was very uh very weirded uh rooted out thinking about you know me going out there because I I do know history very well I very you know I, I a nerd for that kind of stuff um so I, I just was kind of would cringe every time I walked into some spots. And sometimes, you know, some people kind of look a certain way. So you're like, ah, he definitely racist. But <laughs> I have never, I've never I, gotten I you, bro. Uh, whatsoever from anyone um, about race. So I'm very, I mean, obviously I can't, I can't fully understand them. So they could have been saying something, but um, nothing really to the extent where I felt personally um, affected. 
Gotcha. All right, man, switching gears. Uh, you mentioned that you were okay. a coach now. Yeah. Yeah. So I coach at a private uh, high school. You mentioned that you were a coach. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm at a private high school in Chicago um, called St. Pat's. Um, nice. I'm coaching with my former high school coach. Um, so he coached me, and he just he's a really good guy with a great philosophy. He kind of helped me kind of just, you know, get my head on straight and, and start thinking towards the future and, you know, really building the man who I am today, honestly. Uh, he had this thing called the I and win, um, and I was very – selfish i would say i was very you know me 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 i gotta do this i gotta do that and once i started figuring out like you know there's there's more to it so uh, i definitely had to join staff with this guy because i believe in all his teachings and you know just so happens to be in chicago um it's like the it's like the best football in chicago or in illinois it's the best league in illinois nice. i mean we can recruit kids in high school which is nuts i didn't know you could do that um so it's a whole different uh different level very cool. So what's the end game, nice. man? Like you coaching, like, is there a certain level that you want to get to? Would you be an NFL coach, college coach? Dude, I would love that. Um, you know, I coached as well overseas. Uh, like, so there's a, there's a stint where I would just be like, Oh, I'll coach this league here. Um, so you got to be able to coach and play at the same time. So, which was really dope. Um, and just to be able to grow the game as well. Um, I mean, I would love to stay, uh, within football, but whatever, you know, helps to pay the bills, whatever keeps the wife happy is what I'm willing to do. So happy uh, wife, happy life, matter. man. Exactly. So whatever <laughs> helps our family in the best uh, possible situation, I'm down, down to do it. That's, that's a tough life, man. Being a coach because they move around a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They switch jobs. Yeah. So, you know, be, be careful if that's the lifestyle you choose, but <laughs> I know we'll for real. <laughs> um, so wait, are you a defensive? You used to know how there's, Offensive coaches, or just there's defensive coaches. What, like, what are you, what side of the ball are you uh, more geared towards? I'm a defensive coach, okay. but um, I could do both because I've played both, um, even in high school and a little bit in college, and and then when I was overseas, I got to play offense, which was dope. Um, so I, I understand both sides of the ball. I just understand football in general, so I feel like you can coach anything. But at this moment, I'm coaching the DBs, so. Um, nice. be, that's no, that's what I'm most comfortable with. So, like, dream job, let's say. If you had to pick college or pro, you had to choose a team who you could be the head coach, what team would you choose? If I'm going college, I'm going to go USC. Okay. If I'm going uh, – Sunny California? NFL, yeah. You know, you, uh, there's nothing better not, than that. Not, not a bad place, bro. I'm right in lie. Hollywood. You know, you I go. think that is just the attention for the players and the team would just be good. Um, and also, I'd pick uh, Chicago Bears, the hometown team. Bring a championship finally to that city, or what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, 80s. I don't think we can talk. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just feel like that's just the kind of mentality Chicago has, uh, and it's the kind of mentality that I have. I think everyone from the Midwest is kind of the same. Um, you'll meet some people that are kind of off, but I feel like everyone is kind of wired the same. Like you'll see why me, Joe, and Kenny, and Clay, we kind of all understand each other because it's just a Chicago thing. I don't know. It's all about the shy, baby. Um, yes, all right, man. So to finish off, we got to talk about what a romantic guy you are. Okay. Cause That's I've true. been, we, we've all been peeping those tweets that you've been putting out there about Bridgerton. Ah! What is that about, man? Like talk to us about the love you have for that show. Dude, I am 
I don't know what happened, but I am such a, I think it's because I started watching rom-coms young with my mom. Uh, <laughs> I, you've got mail had me. I was like, dang, you got me mail. Yeah. I was watching Sleepless in Seattle back in the day. So I, I've just always been wired and I, like, I just love rom-coms, but Bridgerton something else, dude. Like the way they can articulate like someone's love. You're just like, damn, I want that. I want that kind of passion. Um, just that, like I said, passion. Um, so when I want to go to the beach, man, I just want to, I just want to fall in love. Like I can find a partner out here. It's not hard. You know what I mean? But I've, I've ultimately have been wanting to find that like ultimate love story with someone with, with the person I want to like, you know, fall in love with. I, and I feel like this is something I can really grow into finding on the beach. And that's what Bridgerton, like I'm obsessed with. It's got the, it's got the, it's got a little bit of drama. It's got the Can funny. Can I wait to see you propose, awesome. my brother? <laughs> and man, I think every girl, I, I, every woman after listening to this episode is gonna like <laughs> melt. I love rom coms. I'm super romantic. I want to fall in love. Like that's it, man. You got it. <laughs> Although there's one thing. If I, I don't know if I would, I would be interested in getting engaged. And this is something that might be, you know, controversial on the beach. But I don't know. The romantic in me will allow me to do the same kind of proposal as everyone else on that beach. So I would have. Oh, to, so you so know what I mean. So I I would want to do something. I'm like, hey, um, maybe we go back and date. Maybe I just secretly fly us out to Paris or to to Greece and do something. I want to do something special. I don't. I think she'd be more deserving of something else. So you want to do it on your own terms. Yes, but I, but it doesn't say I don't want to marry that person right there or and get engaged. I just would rather it not be on the board walk where everyone else has done it. Got it. Makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. So, what? Speaking of romance, what's the most romantic <laughs> gesture that you've ever done for for a girl? Because I mean, damn, all these rom coms. I'm sure you got a lot of ideas stacked Dude, up gotta, throughout the time. I got, a, I got a ton of ideas. Um, I'm just, you know, I think <laughs> one that makes me laugh because this one ended in like uh, heartbreak. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I, um, I had, I had drove, uh, an, an hour and a half to this girl, uh, because it was during the pandemic and, you know, everyone was, um, you know, couldn't see each other. I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do something special. I'm going to drive, deliver her like a Chipotle, you know, how like the boom box outside the house. So I was like, <laughs> I got her Chipotle John order from sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a Chipotle <laughs> order from her sister. And she's got like, you know, celiac, I think something like that, where she couldn't eat certain stuff. So, so the fact that I knew her, her order was like one of the bonuses that I would have. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Brownie points I, right there. Exactly. So I drive an hour and 30 nice. minutes there. Um, I'm at her, I'm at her pull up. I'm thinking this is going to be the most romantic thing. Like I brought her Chipotle. She loves Chipotle. Pull up. She's outside. I had her sister like have her outside waiting for me. And then I get there. She's like. Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, oh, what so what down. I thought about it, <laughs> so what I thought would have been the most romantic thing is me up here looking stupid. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? Like, was she gonna be like shedding tears as you guys you arrived? Oh, I thought she would have ran. I don't know. Like I, in bro, your we arms. Seen each other? We haven't seen each other in like three weeks because of the pandemic. And, like, and you brought Chipotle. Yeah, I brought what? Like, come, come on, on. Like, i mean i already sent flowers like flowers i mean you know sometimes flowers they're hit or miss but you bring no. 
yourself food. along with food. Yeah. Come on. You can't lose. I lost. It was such a weird thing. So wait, but, um, what happened? Like, so what happened after that? So well, she I ate just, her Chipotle, you know, I hope. Yeah, we, we had Chipotle together. It was just an odd vibe, bro. And I just like, it was different from when we last talked. Because when we last talked, there were sparks everywhere. Like, we okay. just couldn't like, stop talking to each other, be around each other. Um, like, and during the panic, like, the first two weeks, first week and a half, we were FaceTime for like six hours. Because we just couldn't like stop talking to each other. Um, what changed? And then, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I felt a little shift, maybe uh, a little bit. But ran out of stuff to talk about. Uh, but it wasn't enough for me to, you know, not go and make that that drive. You know what I mean? So once I got to the house, she was like, "Sorry, uh, you're son, you're you're like an amazing guy, but I just, I'm not, I'm not looking for that kind of thing right now." I was like, "Wow." Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that was the last. That was the last thing fling I've had, and that was like maybe. That was a two years ago. Hey man, her loss. That's all I gotta say. Man drives no, an hour and a half for you for with Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. That's a keeper right there. Come on I now. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Hopefully don't, my don't change, bro. Run. Don't change. Don't let that I won't, I won't. don't let that mess up your mojo. Like keep that going, keep that energy going because there's gonna be tons of women out there that are gonna appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so man, so what what advice? I mean, it seems like you got you know, so many things figured out, man. Um, you know, I'm really hoping that you do find love, you know, whether it's on the beach, elsewhere, whatever the case may be. But what advice do you have for current cast members as they navigate this new life on The Bachelorette and Bachelor? Um, I would say, first and foremost, be yourself. Always be true to yourself and um, and block out the noise, man. Like it doesn't it's not positive. And if it's not, you know, it doesn't really matter. Understand who's there for you and who truly has um you know, feelings for you because okay? people will try to tear you down and it does not matter. You can be you no matter what. Um, and just, and just try to be able to just remain as even keel as possible, never too high, never too low, um, and remain humble. So that's, that's basically all I would say, um, to people. Amen. And what about the two new bachelorettes, Rachel and Gabby, any, <laughs> any advice for them as they, uh, embark on their journey? I think they're going to have so much fun. I ain't going to lie. Too. I've had conversations with them. Um, I have a, have a mutual friend and we just ended up like having, they are some fun people. I, I know they're going to enjoy it. I know they're going to have a great time. So I'm very excited to watch your season. Yeah, same, man. Same. So, so same. last but not least, man, is there anything else that you wish the audience got to know more about you on the show? Um, I, I honestly, I would say just a little bit more about my my true life. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, 15 seconds on an Instagram story, people might try to put you in that, uh, put you in a certain category or what your Instagram page might look like. But as I've told you guys today, like, you know, it ain't always, it hasn't always been sunshine and rainbows just because someone put on a, you know, may be able to be, to hold a, a be confident and, um, smile and be positive in certain situations doesn't mean that they didn't have it rough. Yeah. So I would, I would also just encourage people to be a little bit courtesy of that and understanding that some people have, you know, a lot of baggage in life that you might not know about and um, just be conscious of that. Amen. Amen. Mike. Very true. Very true. I think Andrew, you just right? dropped your gym right there. Brother. <laughs> we always, we always have a gym that we ask, you know, that was a beautiful gym. People definitely need to know yeah. that back home. Also, I want to say, Brian, uh, I met Rachel 
bro, you guys exude the same kind of energy, which is really crazy. Uh, she was such a really nice person. I met her uh, at the Revolve party. So, yeah, yeah, appreciate uh, me that, and Greg, man. Me and Greg, we were like, dude, she's a nice. Like, we were like, we were like, oh, shit, that's Rachel. <laughs> That's Rachel. So we I remember, like, man. She told me she guys, she loved you guys. You guys are a great bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. She's she really likes you guys for sure. Thank you, man. Same. I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Oh yeah, man. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. Thank you for dropping that gem. That was beautiful. And Thanks for uh, having me, man. Man, good luck. I mean, the future Thanks. is bright for this guy, Mike. <laughs> appreciate it. It really, really is. I'm ready. I'm ready for Andrew to fall in love and be spent. Bro. That's what Me I want too. To say. I, I can't wait. <laughs> There's a rom com coming out of him right now. Oh, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> What's the name of your rom com? The movie of your life, rom com style. Oh. <laughs> Love and video games. I'm just kidding. Love, <laughs> Love and video games. Love and video games. Uh, we'll see. Oh, that's hilarious. That is a like, but seriously, that is such a niche market that you would be the I know, king. I know, yeah, the king we'll of that market. There's a movie that came out with one of those like that, but we'll see. That's awesome, man. All right, man. Hey, take care of yourself, and thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, man. All right, Mike. Love having you. Have a good one. Loving video games, Brian. Andrew is such a ball of yeah. like fresh air. I feel like he's so just full of spirit, full of brightness, full of just positivity. And just he has such a good head on his shoulders, has great people around him. I'm happy for him. And just I can't wait yeah, to see his man. love. Man. I, he's so positive, like you said, like he's like you said, he was like smiling the whole interview, laughing, cracking jokes. <laughs> and I just think that some lucky woman, whether it's on the beach or elsewhere, you know, they're going to value his worth. And, you know, I think he's going to make somebody very happy one day. So I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. Absolutely. Wait, but what's your, what's your gym for uh, the week, man? What I, you got for us? I gotta go with the OG Denzel. I'll, I'm just gonna keep it, keep it along with the Will Smith and the Chris Rock situation. He said to Will Smith, "At your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you." That's it, man. Like you got You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You got to watch. There's a lot of snakes in the grass. We're at your highest point. I related to that a little bit, you know, after the show, you know, weren't there people trying to mooch no, off like you it. a little bit? I, I, I like it. You know, your highest point. I, I like it. That's a, uh, <laughs> when you bring up the Will and Chris situation, all I, all I can see in my eyes is the slap. That's all I see. So when you were saying that, all I'm seeing in my eyes is like, you know, hey, all the man, memes Denzel, that I'm going Denzel came in with the, with the good advice and the knowledge at the end there. I mean, hopefully he heeds it, but we'll see. I'm pretty sure he will. I mean, Will Smith's yeah. got a great head on his shoulders. My gym for the day, uh, <laughs> it's kind of just the, like, you know, I never have a gym prior to because I always like my gyms to just be uh, straightforward of how I feel in that moment. I love Andrew's spirit. And I think that if we convey uh, that happiness a bit more, like, you know, it rubs off on other people. When we're just open and smiling and positive. Now, that doesn't go to say, like, you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. Don't get it. No. You know, I'm not saying forego the way that you feel in those moments. But at the same time, you know, your energy is placed upon other people. And so I love that about Andrew and uh, about just all of us. So that's my gym. But, Ray, you already Absolutely, know what to do. Absolutely, man. I, to all the fans out there, to all the listeners, we love you. We thank you for tuning into today's episode and for following us on this uh, amazing journey while we're talking it out. So we love y'all.
Uh, definitely so. And continuing, as always, we'd love to hear your opinions, your stories, talking crap about Brian, because I do all the time, your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out B. And that's talking out B as in Bachelor, N as in Nation on IG. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. Love y'all.